Hey there, welcome to Your Living Health. This is the podcast where we talk about real life strategies to reduce your chronic inflammation. Each episode, we're going to uncover tools for how you can lose weight and achieve optimal health. I'm your host, Carly Lucchese. I'm a UC Davis trained registered dietitian, and I'm also a life coach. So together, let's coach through the science of inflammation, but in a way that's simple, purposeful, and fun. You ready? Let's go. Hey there, how's it going? Happy 4th of July, everyone. I hope you're out barbecuing and having a good time. Today, I have a very special surprise for you, and this surprise is going to be extra special to those of you who are trying to lose weight. So over the next three or four episodes, I want to really go in depth into a lot of the different tools that I use within my one-on-one intensive synergistic lifestyle program that really targets weight loss. But I'm not going to stop there. What I'm going to do then next is to go over maybe some of the tools that you're currently using and just show you how these tools might be maybe hindering your progress instead of helping you to lose your weight sustainably. So we're going to talk about food protocols and elimination diets and exercise, brain management, calorie counting, and maybe even more. So I'm really hoping that you'll come into your next weight loss journey with a maybe like a deeper understanding of more of the mechanism behind weight loss so that you're finally going to have that ability to lose weight in a way where it's sustainable and dare I say, it might be a little bit more fun. So I'm excited that I'm going to be getting to share with you these various tools and the various concepts that I use within Synergistic Lifestyle. But obviously, this program, it does target inflammation as well. And that's where I'm not going to be able to help you to offer as much targeted guidance in that area because that requires lab-based testing. And it requires much more of an intimate knowledge of how your system functions compared to others. That's how I can get you that strategic and that highly targeted approach where you're putting your effort where it really does matter in the areas that need the most TLC. So today we are going to talk about one of the most valuable things that you can develop if you're trying to lose weight. And that is your food plan or your food protocol. So I'm going to be using those terms more interchangeably throughout this episode. So many of you have come to me and you're just always wondering what the heck you should be eating in order to lose weight. Or what shouldn't you be eating? Or just tell me what to eat, right? (laughs) And actually... Like in all honesty, a majority of my clients, they are, they're help, they're hoping that I'm just going to give them this cut and dry plan where I tell them what to eat, when to eat it, and pretty much give them this sure flyer plan that's guaranteed to lose weight easily and sustainably. But friends, that just doesn't exist. Like if somebody is trying to sell you on this inevitable food plan, they are lying to you. It doesn't exist because you are the one that needs to figure out 
how you should be eating. And that's going to be based on your individual diet. That's going to be based on your individual life. Uh, not your individual diet. It's based on your body. It's the based on how your body responds to different foods. It's based on what's going on in your life that's going to change the way that you do process different nutrients or what types of nutrients you might need a little bit more in abundance. So what we're going to do is as you develop your own food protocol, I'm going to help you to tap into the knowledge that you already have within yourself to develop a food plan that is sustainable and something that you love. You are going to learn the art and the skill of developing your own food protocol. And you're going to learn how to test this food protocol's effectiveness as though you are a scientist, like you're performing your own weight loss experiment. And some of you out there might be a little bit resistant to eating from a food protocol. And if this is you, first and foremost, I want you to go back Maybe listen to the last episode where we talk about making decisions because one of the most impactful and powerful things that you can do to lose weight sustainably is making decisions ahead of time. When you make those intentional and planned decisions ahead of time, what you're doing is tapping into the wisdom of your adult brain. The opposite of making decisions is reacting to circumstances. How many of you are reactors, right? You live a life where you put out fires. That is when you are, instead of tapping into your adult brain, you're tapping into your toddler brain. You're tapping into that primal brain that's just trying to keep you alive. And this, my friends, is a surefire way to indulge in instant gratification, or it's a surefire way to rely on willpower as the only way you're going to see any results. And chances are those results are going to be very temporary. Also, what I've noticed is that some of you may be resistant to eating on a food plan. Like you don't want to be confined or to be restrained from eating whatever you want to eat. And I think it's kind of funny because how many of you eat the same five to seven things over and over and over again? Yeah, that's kind of what you would call a subconscious food protocol. But this food protocol, it's at this point, it's not really helping you to reach your goals or else you would be slowly moving towards your goals. So that's something that you might want to consider observing what you're currently doing, what your current food plan is subconsciously and deciding that it's time to adjust it. When you develop your own food protocol, you are creating a plan that will guarantee your weight loss success because you're finally following a plan that you love. So let's get started. Let's work how, let's learn how you can build your own. So your food protocol, it's going to start with you asking yourself a series of questions and trusting that you do know the answers. You will not allow I don't know to be something that your brain comes up with. You do know the answers. You just have to trust yourself that you do. Be willing to decide what you want. Be willing to be curious about the why behind each of these answers. Really search yourself and make sure that you actually like the reasons why you made each of your decisions. It can be really easy to make decisions based on what you think is best or make decisions based on what you should be doing instead of what you want to be doing or make decisions based on what 
news article that you read or what different fad diet is coming down the works. Like it's easy to make decisions based on kind of these like guesses, but these are not good reasons and they will not hold up to the inevitable uncomfortable emotions that are going to happen when you're following a food plan. So an example of this would be deciding only to eat salads for lunch because salads, they're supposed to be healthy, right? And you're going to order dressing on the side because that's what you're supposed to do. That's what people do when they're losing weight. But that's not really super powerful reasons. I really don't think that's reasons that you like because I think I should be eating a salad because that's what people do to lose weight. Not very impactful to you. So when you find yourself in the middle of a stressful day at work and your co-worker, she offers to bring you a hot and melty sourdough sandwich, it's probably going to be really challenging to stick to the salad if you aren't sold from the start why you're eating the salad in the first place. Make sure you like the reasons why you're eating the salad and it won't be such a challenge to follow through with your decision in the moment. So I want you to, when you're starting your food protocol, I want you to begin with asking yourself a series of questions. You're going to ask yourself, how many times a day do I want to eat? Am I going to be eating three times a day, six times a day, two times a day, once a day? Why? What is the reason that I have made that decision? Do I want to have snacks between meals? Do I want to include dessert after dinner? Well, How often do I want to have snacks? Do I want to have snacks every day? Do I want to have dessert every day? How often do I want dessert? What do I want to include as my dessert? Why? What are my reasons for wanting to include this? If there's a lot of fear, like I don't want to be hungry or I don't want to feel deprived. If that's your reason for including Maybe that extra snack or maybe that dessert or maybe that extra meal. If that's your reason, do you like that reason? Do you really want to be determining your actions from that energy of fear? Or do you want to have confidence that I only want to eat three meals a day or I only want to eat two meals a day and I know I'm going to be hungry and there's going to be growing pains in this decision But I like this because I like the sustained energy that it brings. I like this because I like the way my body feels when I eat this way. That's going to be much more of a powerful reason than if you just say, oh, I want to eat three meals and snacks because I think I'll be able to not be hungry and maybe lose weight on it. That's just not very powerful, right? And then are you going to want to eat your meals within a certain eating window, Like, do you want to include intermittent fasting on a regular basis? Or do you want to do a once a week or a once a month prolonged fast where you're fasting more for that 24, 36, 40 hour mark? Why? Why are you wanting to include it? Do you like your reason? Are you going to want to eat the same way on the weekends? Why do you want to keep it the same? Or why are you wanting to change it? Really spend time with these questions because this is going to be the deal breaker when it comes to 
managing desire, managing those urges. So the next thing I want you to spend some time doing is deciding what you want to eat at each meal. So let's say you've decided that you are going to eat three times a day between the hours of 12 and 8 o'clock. You're going to have dessert twice a week. And now you get to decide, well, what do you want to eat during those three meals? Are there any foods that are completely off limits to you that are just like, you know, those hard no's? Maybe sugar is a hard no. Maybe refined flour is a hard no. Maybe soy is a hard no. What are your hard no's and why? Do you like that reason? Is it just because you blindly believe that you shouldn't be eating particular foods? Or is it because you have carefully listened to your body and you just don't really like the way that you feel after eating particular foods? What foods do you want to eat more of and what foods do you want to eat less of? Why? What are your reasons? Do you like them? Why are you eating that oatmeal in the morning? Is it just because the news told you that it's supposed to lower your cholesterol? Or do you actually really just like it and it seems to sustain you really well and it seems to give you that that good sustainable source of energy are you able to lose weight while you're eating oatmeal in the morning do you want to have freedom in the morning to eat whatever you want as long as there's a protein or a vegetable or do you even want to include carbohydrates in the morning And if so, how much do you want to include? Do you want to limit any of these food groups? Are you going to limit any particular food group later in the day? Like maybe you're not going to limit things like your protein and vegetables throughout the day, but maybe you're going to limit particular food groups. Maybe you're going to limit the amount of fruit that you have in the morning. Maybe you're going to limit the amount of oatmeal that you have in the morning because maybe that's the area that's the food group that's easy to fall into a little bit more of that indulgence right that more of that area of joy eating have you had the courage to break free of habits that you may have developed and truly consider that you might feel better doing something completely different and are you willing to explore this maybe breakfast doesn't work for you Maybe dinners don't work for you. Maybe six small meals a day, not the best thing if you're wanting to stay awake throughout the day. Or maybe if you've got bloat, maybe it's not the best thing that's going to promote that stomach acid and that intestinal motility that keeps you from getting bloated and constipated. Like all of these little things we really want to think about as you develop your own food plan. And I really want you to take the time to consider all of those seemingly insignificant details. If any of the decisions that you make are kind of soft and more like wavering, like I think this is the right thing to do. I think I want to do this. I guarantee this is exactly where you're going to struggle 100% of the time. I want to challenge you to honor yourself by taking the time to very carefully think about and decide strongly what you want to eat moving forward. And then once you've decided the when you want to eat and the what you want to eat more on a day-to-day basis, now it's the time that you get to 
sit down and make those decisions for what you want to be doing on weekends and on special occasions. So this topic, it is probably going to immediately cause your brain to begin spinning and anxiety to begin seeping in. Because I know many of you, you want to be fun, right? You don't want to be confined to a food plan on the weekends. You want to enjoy socializing with your friends. You want to try all the new fun foods at restaurants and different parties and get-togethers. But friends, I promise you that you need to decide ahead of time what this looks like. What you want to indulge in, what you want to behave like, because if you don't, you're leaving those decisions up to your toddler brain. You're leaving it up to that space of instant gratification instead of long-term strategic planning. And you have decided it's time to freaking lose some weight. It's time to do this. It's time to move away from instant gratification and move more into that space of long-term success. So let's say maybe you've decided, again, we're going to keep that same example where you are going to eat three times a day between the hours of 12 and 8. Let's say you are going to have dessert twice a week. You have chosen that you're going to have unlimited amounts of veggies and protein and fats for breakfast and for lunch, but you're only going to have carbohydrates with dinner because you really want that that satisfaction of having carbohydrates. You like the serotonin that they help you to produce. You're just wanting to be more satisfied in the evening, right? Satiated, have more of that joy eating. And you've decided that you know that carbohydrates are where you overdo things. So you're going to limit yourself to one cup of carbohydrates for dinner and a max of a half of a cup of dried fruit or a half of a cup of fresh fruit for dessert. Your reasons for this are because you've noticed that when you have carbohydrates in the morning, you just notice that you're immediately hungry two hours later. And then you have these noticeable highs and lows of energy. You just seem to be dealing with a lot more desire for food, a lot more urges for food. And you've decided that you just don't want to manage that many urges during the day. Or maybe you just prefer to have even levels of energy where you're not super dependent on having a snack every two hours. So that's when you've decided that you're going to eat only specific times of the day between 12 and 8 and you're only going to have those three meals and you're going to hold off on carbohydrates until the evening. That's what you've decided to do. But now it's time to decide, okay, what about weekends and special events? Maybe you've decided, okay, so what we just talked about, that's my normal five-day-a-week food protocol. But on the weekends, maybe I want to have a little bit more flexibility, right? Maybe the weekend looks like allowing yourself one glass of beer or a glass of wine, maybe one, or maybe you're the person that's decided, I want one glass, one or each of the days of the weekend. So... But notice, though, it's I'm having one glass. It's not one or two because then your brain has that space to sell you on more. You need to decide very firmly, especially when it comes to those indulgences, that joy eating. It really needs to be a very defined amount and when. 
So you've decided that you're going to allow yourself a alcoholic beverage one or both days of the weekend. And then maybe you've decided that you're going to allow yourself on the weekend a cup of carbohydrates at either breakfast or lunch, right? So this is in addition to your dinner. So this is allowing yourself up to two cups of carbohydrates during the day, whether it's oatmeal, whether it's fruit, whether it's, you know, mac and cheese, like whatever you want. You're allowing yourself one cup twice a day. Otherwise, you're just going to maintain the same food protocol as your normal five-day-a-week routine. And what's fun about this is that it is incredibly easy to adapt this food protocol to unforeseeable situations. You know that you have an unlimited ability to eat vegetables, unlimited ability to eat meats and fats. And this is perfect because every single restaurant or party that you go to is likely going to have an option within these parameters. And having that little ability to eat a cup of carbohydrates is going to allow you that space, that freedom to try some of the potato salad, try some of that mac and cheese that you've wanted to. But you're going to have this very simple, very clear plan that's adaptable. And it's a plan that is kind to yourself as you go into these social and special occasions. You're not depriving yourself. You know that you love mac and cheese. Have the freaking mac and cheese. But make sure, make damn sure that you have defined ahead of time how much you're going to have and you stick to that amount. No more and no less. Okay? So also, unless it's like giving you a stomachache, then I guess you can go less. But also, I really want you to Keep these clear-cut parameters in place because that is how you're going to keep yourself honest with yourself. Because once you've had one drink, once you've had the cup of carbohydrates, your brain 100% of the time is going to say, that was amazing. It's time to have more, right? And you're going to want to snack on some chips. You're going to want to have more fruit. You're going to want to have that ice cold lemonade or that second or third drink. But you are the person who has decided intentionally ahead of time what you want to eat. And you really like your reasons why that you're eating what you're choosing. And you really like the goals that you are on this path to inevitably obtain. And that means that you get to kindly remind your brain what you're going to do when it offers up all these crazy thoughts, all these tempting thoughts, trying to get you to have more alcohol, more mac and cheese, more chips. If you struggle telling yourself no, if you are just relying on willpower in these situations to just like, oh, I can't have the chips. I want you to listen back to episode 41 where we talked all about willpower. So that's where we went over some very crystal clear steps for how to overcome these challenging situations. Okay, friends. So now you have decided when you're going to eat, what you're going to eat, how you're going to follow your food plan, and what you're going to do for weekends and special situations. Now 
you get to decide how long you want to follow this food plan before you reevaluate it to determine if it's effective or not. Because maybe this food plan that you developed, it doesn't even let you lose weight. Maybe you kind of added in a little bit too much indulgences in there and it's more of a weight sustainability plan. But you want to be on a weight loss plan. That's really good information to know, right? Maybe your body doesn't respond to the way of eating that you decided. Maybe you just need to adjust it, what you eat or when you eat it. But you're not going to know this information without first giving yourself the time to follow this food plan 100% and then decide later, I think I want to change things. There's no guessing with this method. It is very objective, it is not emotional, and it is very scientific, dare I say. (laughs) You have your hypothesis of a food plan, and then you decide if it's working or not after two weeks, or maybe after a month, or however long you decide you want to go for. But make sure you decide ahead of time when you're going to reassess, right? It's going to allow you that clear and clean space to change things up and a new starting point to go from. Maybe you follow it for two weeks and then reassess. Or maybe you decide after day one, you're like, all right, I'm going to follow this for one day. Tomorrow we're reassessing the situation because this is not very kind to me, right? Or, whoa, this is way too indulgent. I really don't think I need this much food. Follow through with yourself for a minimum of that one day and then decide that day, I think I'm going to reassess once I'm done with this one day. So finally, and this is quite possibly the most important decision that you're going to make as you go into beginning your own beautiful new food protocol. You have to decide ahead of time What you're going to do when you don't follow your food protocol 100% because you know you're not going to follow your food protocol 100%. Maybe you're going to have two drinks instead of the one at the party. Maybe when you have your cup of mac and cheese, all of a sudden you are shoving a cup of chips down your face, right? What are you going to do? And most importantly... What are you going to say to yourself in these moments? And when I say, what are you going to do? I'm not talking about what you're going to eat later to make up for it. I'm not saying what you're going to do later in terms of exercising yourself to death to make up for it. I'm talking about deciding ahead of time that when things really just don't go the way that you planned... I want you to be faithful 100% of the time that you are going to get curious. And I'm talking really curious here, not just that surface level fake guessing game type curious. I'm like, let's do some digging here about what caused you to fail in the first place. What was the exact context? What was the exact circumstances? What really were the thoughts that you may have been unintentionally believing that got you to take the actions of indulging? What was going on? Really love on yourself here and really make sure that you're holding that space of curiosity and compassion as you figure out why things didn't go the way that you planned. Because this is where you're going to find the treasures. 
this is where you're going to finally gain the skills that's going to like push you into that inevitable space of success. When you decide to love yourself, even when you didn't follow through, that is when the magic happens. With compassion, you're going to dig into what happened, not with judgment, but just holding that space of curiosity. And I want you to be willing to listen to your thoughts very carefully. Decide to listen and not to believe the mean things that your brain's going to say about you. Just kind of watch them pass by like clouds floating by when your brain's just being a total a-hole to you. Refuse to beat yourself up. I want you to do work to try to find that space of acceptance of where you're at so that you can learn the path to where you want to go. A well thought out and carefully executed food plan will allow such a clean and clear space for all of this drama to come to the surface. You're going to be able to notice it. You're not going to be so stuck in it. If there are not clear guidelines, if there haven't been these strong decisions made, what happens is that these decisions, these lines are going to be very cloudy and your brain, it's going to be able to talk you into things against your will and you won't even know that it's doing it. You're not going to get results and you're not going to even know why you didn't get results. You're just going to find yourself two weeks later not having lost any weight and being like, I don't really know what happened, right? And you're going to remain stuck in that space of fad diets or diets when someone else has told you what to eat. And you're going to fall on and off of these diets without ever obtaining results. You guys, you have the power to be whatever weight you want to be. You really do. I promise you. Everybody can lose weight. And a well thought out food protocol is step one for how to get there. But for many of you, a food protocol, it's going to be really hard to develop because you're reacting to a lot of different foods. Maybe you're reacting to a lot of the different chemicals in your environment and you just don't know it. If you have a lot of symptoms to many of the things that you eat and you just don't know what to even include anymore because you just react to everything, it can be really frustrating because you want to make this change. You want to build this food protocol, but your body just seems to be fighting you every step of the way with inflammation. If this is you, you will benefit from a more guided approach that's going to have some lab-based testing ahead of time. Because sometimes you really need some clear answers and an outside set of eyes viewing what you're eating, that might make all the difference in the world. Sometimes it's hard to make those food decisions when you're kind of trapped in the emotions of frustration that you're getting symptoms constantly. So I've had clients that they react intensely to some of the most seemingly benign foods. Like I'm talking limes and grapes and zucchini and potatoes. And sometimes it's not really a clear eat it and react type situation. It takes up to 72 hours for foods to sometimes present themselves. Or maybe you have to accumulate enough of that amount in your body before your body actually responds with symptoms. So sometimes it can be a little bit of a challenge to uncover these different reactions. If this is you and you're looking to have that clear idea what to eat and you're looking to be symptom free, head on over to yourlivinghealth.com, book your free consult today. 
Let's talk about what worked, what hasn't worked, and let's talk about how you can achieve inevitable success in your future. I hope every single one of you today takes an hour to develop your own food protocol that you absolutely love. And I want you to let me know how it goes. I can't wait to continue helping you on your journey to losing weight and reducing your inflammation. I'll talk to you next week. Bye. Hey, change is hard and doing it without professional guidance can make it seem impossible. If you're willing to do the work, I can make your path to longevity straight and strategic. Take the first step, head on over to yourlivinghealth.com and book your free consult so we can chat about your unique situation. And please take a second or two and leave me a review. Thank you for your interest in reducing your chronic inflammation and I'll talk to you next week. Bye.